welcome to the Winning Sometimes Show, the show where Clint Emiliano and I talk about tech and games, uh, but mostly we just fail to stick to any one topic consistently. Uh, so obviously we are near the holidays, and we hope everyone is having a great week and preparing for the holidays and getting through all of that. Uh, but before we really get into any holiday cheer, there's a few topics that we want to quickly discuss. Uh, one of them being the biggest current gaming topic, the game that all three of us are into and has everyone talking. It's obviously Astroneer, the game that we streamed last week, right? Right. <laughs> With an amazing UI. Or I guess, <laughs> yeah. I have opinions. Um, we could talk about that. We're actually talking about cy- cyberpunk, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're definitely talking about cyberpunk. That's where <laughs> <Yeah>. we're starting. <laughs> Astroneer was just too hard to get used to. It wasn't intuitive. Okay. No, I'll agree. The no. controls were not intuitive. Oh, it was gorgeous, though. I loved the color scheme, though. Nice. Yeah. So if, if you're into visual, visuals and you can kind of like, I feel like it's one of those games you have to dedicate a few hours to really getting used to it. Um, because by the time we were done, I was like, I kind of understood what we were doing. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, cyberpunk, right? <laughs> So obviously Cyberpunk came out um, and it was for the longest time, it, well, one, it was delays for the longest time, but uh, there was so much hype about it and everything. And um, I know I, for one, really wanted to get into it and really wanted to, um, but didn't. Uh, did any of y'all pick up Cyberpunk? Yes. I actually think I'm the only person that did among, yeah. among us three. Um. So, so so what are you thinking? So I got it on PC. Um here's Smart. the thing. I didn't I I knew it can I knew it was it was announced back in 2012 or 2013 whenever they brought it out. I I have by and large not allowed myself to get hyped for this game. Well, first of all, I didn't I didn't play Witcher. Like Witcher 3, I didn't get super into. Uh, I didn't play that until last year, actually. Um, and that's because I played The Witcher 1 when it first came out in, like, 2009. Um, and, you know, it was really cool. They were a really new studio back then, or at least it seemed like it. Um, they even shipped out, like, this little lore booklet with the game to, like, get you into the world of Rivia. Or, w- not Rivia. Um, I can't Wherever remember Wherever it is. The world of Rich- Witcher, and uh, it was it was so different. Like it, the whole European, like folklore style magic, and where things are so much more subtle than like big giant wizard battles and stuff like that. Like that wasn't a thing. It was so much more like down to earth and and medieval feeling. Because um, like regular wizards aren't really medieval feeling. They're just like fantasy, um, like overblown fantasy. Anyway, Witcher had such a terrible terrible control scheme and it killed really? it so horribly for me because i played it right at launch like i got the pre-order because i heard about it i saw, i think i read something in game informer i was like just out of high school and so like i started i had just gotten a job and it was like finally starting to spend more money on games because that's not something i was able to do uh, as a kid and uh yeah it just killed it for me like i could not like I, I gave it as like a month. I tried and tried and tried, and I just it killed it. So when the other two came out, and then it became really really popular, that wasn't 
that I just it was beyond like I I couldn't get into it. Um, how is so how is Cyberpunk the UI of Witcher One? <laughs> it was terse. It was pretty bad. It was a developer's brainchild for sure. Um, but I was pretty tolerant of bad systems as a kid. So I don't know what what happened to you, crack. Where did you go wrong <laughs> with your? No, UI I'm still hate? tolerant of bad systems. If if you know for okay, I'm not talking about Monster Hunter again. <laughs> <laughs> um, the <laughs> When Cyberpunk came, like, was released, so, like, I don't have any of that backstory. I don't have any of that, like, investment in the the developer as, as everyone else did, as much as everyone else. And so, you know, it was a cool idea. Like, Steampunk's a cool idea. Cyber, I, I like, like, the 80s kind of uh, re- retro-futuristic kind of, like, idea or, or you know, world. Um, so I was like, cool, that's cool. I'll keep tabs on that. Maybe that'll be cool. And then, you know, people are releasing more and more. I've just been so busy with Destiny, not to be honest, like the last six, seven years. Um, I didn't care about that much more. I mean, that's it's not strictly true, but I always had something to play. So it's not like I needed to look for something else to really put my all my eggs, you know, another basket for my, to put my eggs in. Um, so Cyberpunk last year. I watched the E3 trailer and I was like, wow, this could be really good. Didn't pre-order it. Wasn't planning on, like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of learning not to pre-order things. Um, Bioshock and, or not Bioshock. Mass Effect Andromeda. Mass Effect Andromeda. And um, there's another Des- game that Destiny I can't think 2? of right now that was like, it wasn't Destiny 2. Like, I played the crap out of that. Even, and I pre-ordered it. Ugh. But, there was one game that I re- in recent memory that I absolutely like killed pre-orders for me. Oh, Fallout. No Man's Sky, seventy six or Fallout four. Fallout seventy six. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Fallout seventy six was like I'm done pre-ordering. So I didn't um, know you played that. I didn't pre-order it. I did. I did. And apparently, it's pretty good now. And there's actually I follow Fallout lore on subreddit on on Reddit. You know the sub Fallout lore subreddit. I'm outing myself as, you know, how much of a nerd I am, but <laughs> like it, there's plenty of things that are getting developed still in the Fallout universe and that's cool, but um, I'm not going to play the game. Like I'm not. <laughs> so, so I didn't pre-order it. I saw like one of my best friends Steam um, status pop up on the day before. And I was like, wait, how did he, how is he playing it right now? It's not released yet. Um, the day before it came out and, and I messaged him and he's like, yeah, I'm, they released it early. I was like, oh crap. So I went and bought it and played it. I've had nothing but an amazing time. Um, cyberpunk is so good <laughs> and that's absolutely my experience. Um, you heard it here. We folks. have more to cyberpunk unpack with this. Awesome. Yes. For, for me, I have put, I'm, I am absolutely going to stop here. 65 hours so far and about five hours is just leaving it in menu while i'm doing something else um so about 60 hours of gameplay in the last week um and that is no mistake um i don't actually think that's possible i mean i've been working full-time this entire time it's possible i've been putting a, a good six hours has it been 10 days yeah it's been almost 10 days okay so i've been putting about five to seven hours a day um, and I've also been staying up really late. Like I think, uh, 
last weekend i definitely stay up till like 4 a.m every week every every night except for sunday night um yeah it's been i've had i've i've lost so much sleep and then i had a a big day like a big week at work where i was up really late so i'm like in in freaking rubble right i am in shambles right now (laughs) it's like no sleep i just started a huge vacation i'm out off to rest for the rest of the year so like i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna probably die playing cyberpunk but yeah i'm having a good time and i get that not everyone is like i have i have a pretty beefy old like 10 10 series i have a 1080 ti um graphics card and a a i7 9000 series cpu so uh, without getting too much into it it's it's okay it's not the best but it plays it at a solid 60 fps and that's more than we can say for uh the consoles so yeah um, like like i recently got an xbox series x so it's for me it's been amazing i don't have a gaming pc so the jump from the xbox one to the series x is like mind-blowing but i hear this is what you guys UPC people see all the time the load times the graphics the field of view like at this point my field of view is maxed out wherever I can do it um, Vermintide 2 just recently got an update and it's beautiful uh, FOV That's at awesome. 95 I think is, is their max um, nice. so I was looking at reviews for consoles and it was funny because pri- like, prior to release the only visuals you saw were PC visuals you know and then on the day of you're looking at these console streams and they look horrible like pop in spot like there's like no crowds uh just ugly textures and like the playstation 5 and the xbox series x were better but they weren't great um so for me like i'm i'm and then i heard that the update for the next gen isn't going to happen until next year so i was like you know what? i'm going to wait Cause I got a bunch of games I'm playing right now. And plus I just spent like, you know, 500 bones on this series X. Uh, and I'm thinking about buying the destiny raid jacket, which is another like 200 bucks. So I don't know. Are, are uh, you going to get like that? Now, by the way? 70 bucks. Uh, no, no, it's 180. It's 180. It's 180. Oh, oh, maybe it's not. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I will get it. If you get it so that we can match, then, you know, then I'll get it. I'm thinking about it. We, you know, as as a bonus surprise for our holidays, our uh, our um, laundry washer busted, so we had to fork out, you know, money for that. So that kind of put a little dent in our Christmas uh, spending, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to finagle the resources and my life coach, aka my wife, to see if it's okay to order it, but. I don't that know. Makes sense. And I'm hopeful. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Yeah. That would be so. cool. Um I, I was see. so I have like the old school Xbox S, Xbox One S, not the Series S, um, to be clear. And but I do have I have a very similar uh computer rig to Crack, um, or to Clint, whoever he is. Um <laughs> and uh and so i was really concerned because like on day one when cd uh cd project Red, when cyberpunk was uh coming out 
I was like reading on like the subreddit and all that sort of stuff. People were like, you know, my my 3080 is like about to catch on fire and like all sorts of stuff. And so I was really scared because I was um, I, I'm with you, uh, Clint. Like I didn't play Witcher or anything like that, any of the Witchers. So I don't even have your experience from Witcher 1. Um, and so I had very little hype except and I don't know if a whole lot of people know this, but the game itself is actually based off of a tabletop game. Um, there's a cyberpunk tabletop game that uh, is the same sort of deal where you, you know, mind hack and do all sorts of stuff. And I had played that RPG before. And so and I really, really enjoyed it because like when this is one of the things I loved in the rule book, like in the core rule book. And for those of you who are RPG nerds out there, you're going to you know, you understand what I'm talking about and say the core rule book. But like this 200 page book, like on page like seven or something like that, it straight up says like style is more important than substance. If you don't know the rules, it's not that big a deal. Just be cool in the game. <laughs> and so I was like, this is this is my kind of game. Like you just you have to be cool. And but um, I, I'm, I'm with you, Ronan. Like I saw how poor the performance was. Um on that day one and everything like that. And I know it has improved over the past week and everything like that, but I am firmly in the camp of, I'm going to wait, you know, three months, six months, whatever, catch it on sale maybe, and then get into it because I would pull my hair out. If like I got it paid full price and my game kept crashing or something like that. So, yeah. So here, here's what I'll say though. I, so the first day, the first night that I played, I spent the entire time tuning the settings. Uh, like, literally, for like four hours. I was like messing with things. I was looking it up and I was looking at forums, seeing all the hate and salt. And, and then I was looking at actual tech, like people who were like, oh, well, this seems to help more. This seems to help more. Um, the mistake I made, though, <laughs> was that I was using the first scene where you can control your guy um, as the benchmark which was a bad idea because he was standing in front of a mirror <laughs> and the mirrors in that game actually try to they render a copy of you in the mirror uh, which is double the cost so i was doing all this tuning i was pushing it down to low and i was like turning off a bunch of features to try and get a solid 50 something fps uh and then the first thing he does after i'm like okay i'm done tuning i'm gonna start playing now he turns away from the mirror and the fps jumps up to 120 <laughs> <laughs> and then they start talking and then yeah it it was hilarious and uh since then i've figured out like i can play with the 1080 i have and the 9700k i7 that i have i can play consistently between 70 to 90 frames uh, sometimes it dips down to 60 but it's never like a broken 60 um you know what i mean there's like not a lot of stuttering there's not a lot of um hitches or like pauses or freezes um i can play that constant rate pretty well uh throughout the entire game with pretty much everything turned up to high except for some key settings so if you're on the fence about it and you're worried about it breaking um i would worry more i would at least look at the feedback and the things that you've seen about the bugs and the the game crashes and the save corruption like that's what you should focus on if you're worried about it 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 blowing up your game for pc for pc now if anybody doesn't know um 
what's going on with cyberpunk they you know this game's been developed for eight eight years and when they released it it's tough on everyone's systems but regular last gen consoles ps4 and, and xbox one it's literally unplayable like not only are there game breaking bugs and um scenes and cutscenes aren't working well and like scripted sequences are broken and you know they get in they either die because there's a physics bug or you know their guy falls through the world or something like that like that's absolutely unacceptable and it only happens in well it happens way more in in the console versions but there's also the performance issue which is ps4 and xbox one play the game at around an average of 15 frames per second which is unplayable unplayable um there's plenty of videos out there but i really like um digital foundry's youtube channel digital foundry's like a game and hardware review channel and they actually go through an in-depth analysis where they test and count frames uh for each of the different platforms they're like okay what happens if you turn the settings on for the for these things and what happens you know how is xbox series x compared to xbox one or one x compared to xbox series x like you know the last gen the pro console is that something we'll be able to uh link out in like the description or whatever we have absolutely yeah i can i've saved them all because they're really interesting to watch and i was hooked on all of them for the first week um because they they continue to you know they i think they actually have a video is is it even playable on ps4 and xbox one um and i think I actually haven't watched that one because I had watched a bunch of them. Um, but 15 frames a second is is just not. It's not enough. You know, I, I disagree. I've been playing on console for a long time, and you get used to 15 frames a second if you want to play the dang game. No, so, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm okay. just saying. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're about to have a beef. No, <laughs> 15 frames is very low. It is. So, very very low like like 30 frames celluloid film like movie film is at 24 frames per second and that is choppy most consoles like my xbox you know one or whatever runs at 30 and so it, it says 30 but you're heinous. dipping well below that on regular regularly the xbox one does not run at 30 what frames are you playing i'm just saying that that the it dips it dips so much look, look at digital so, foundry they have yeah, some videos it, and stuff on it, performance and a lot of times you're well below sure. 30 so let let's just say then it's proceed at your own risk yeah well, I mean, um there's certainly like i forget there was one never mind i was going to talk about like videography and in old frame technology but i don't remember <laughs> enough to to sound to actually present but um proceed at your own risk there are parts of the game that are way more performant than others inside buildings is one of them um whenever you're in a cutscene, i think is usually better but when you actually it's downtown at night you know there there's oh it's it's a huge city it's not as big as gta um gta 5 but it is pretty dang huge it's pretty well fleshed out so if you're downtown, there's all kinds of lights. There's multiple levels. You can go upstairs and go up um, elevators and stuff like that. Um, 
but you're you're driving downtown in your car and it's raining like there's no way like that's gonna be a huge dip and if you're going to be waiting to get to a place where you can actually play more smoothly um at least that's what i think but yeah otherwise it's a pretty dang fine game like i i am pretty sick of open world games like assassin's creed and those ubisoft type games where you have um the towers that you unlock and it opens up new areas and there's all these kinds of procedurally generated content to to go like quests and and collectibles and stuff like that i hate that like i'm i'm so over that um but when a game does it right and i think in this case cyberpunk has done it right like they they have it into tightly integrated their writing team into the way the world gets developed and fleshed out like another big criticism i've seen is that the ai in the game is just really stupid so like if you go to any person on the street they're just dumb as a plum like which is pretty true um but it's a really high bar like maybe i actually i didn't follow all of the promises that cyber that that cd project red made with cyberpunk um so maybe i'm a little bit more lenient on them for that um but i think that's one of the ones is like oh well everyone's gonna have their own set schedule and they're gonna be on their own fleshed out people i i don't know but without those expectations i i'm really enjoying the game like i wouldn't expect everyone to have fully fleshed out lives and like in a city of was like three million people i'm not expecting that game developers are gonna pick out one npc walking on the street and then have like you know a gigabyte of data on on what they do who they are what their lives like like that's just not economical uh in terms of I mean, it's 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 not it's not a no man's sky level of lies. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, that's um, a good way to put it. It's it works. It works. It, it it the systems are there. They might need tweaking, but from what I've seen, it looks amazing. Just not on console. So, I I will actually, because again, I I think maybe I had more hype for this game than uh, than y'all did, uh, which which is my own fault. I'm not gonna you know blame y'all for that. Um, but for me, like what I have seen and my understanding of it is that this game is incredibly like when you take everything, the performance, uh, the story, the gameplay, all that sort of stuff, it's incredibly slightly above average. You know, that's kind of like the uh, the general gist I'm getting They're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of buggy. Uh, the performance isn't really great. Um, but it has, you know, good gameplay and it has good story and the interactions are cool and stuff like that. So, so it's like an average game where I think a lot of people are upset. And I think I would fall into this camp if I picked it up right now, because I did follow the game pretty heavily in development. Um, was there, there's just a lot of stuff that's missing from it. Um, like for me, one of the biggest things that I'm upset about that I've heard is not in the game is how uh, CD Projekt Red had talked about there was going to be like factions and there was like because there's like all the different gangs and everything like that in Night City. And depending on what missions you run and things like that, you would gain reputation of certain factions and they would treat you differently. Uh, similar to like mm. how in Fallout 3, if you were um, that's like the last Fallout I played. 
if you, you know, were a goody two shoes or whatever, you would be attacked on site by certain factions and things like that. And from my understanding, that's been completely cut from the game. And so there's a lot of things like that, a lot of systems that are um, not present in the game. And so I think a lot of people who looked at the promises and things like that and looked at like when the first delay came out and when they said, oh, we're not going to meet like the January deadline or whatever they said, January 2020, <clears throat> they actually said in the statement, uh, the game is complete and playable. And, you know, we're just going to put some polishing on it and things like that, which there's no way that game was complete and playable back in like January or something like that. And so I think that there has there's a lot of trust, I guess, that has been broken saying like, hey, uh, we're going to do this, this and this. And they deliver on like 30 percent of it. And it's still kind of buggy and not fully optimized and things like that. And so what is objectively probably a pretty decent game is getting lambasted because of all the promises that had been made previously and so mm -hmm. i think i know for me that would be like hugely upsetting like i would be really upset about that because um like in crack maybe you can talk about this or whatever um when you're hacking into people and stuff like that and when you are investigating like rewinding in time and all sorts of stuff um, like those are actually huge parts of the role-playing game that they promised were going to be in there and we're going to be in-depth systems. And from what I've heard, it's all been like very surface level kind of stuff. Like it's, oh, it's, it's in there, but you know, uh, it doesn't really make a difference. It's not really a big deal. The talent trees are there and they're big, but they don't do anything, you know, uh, stuff like that. So hype, I mean, it was never going to live up to the hype. But I feel like uh, CD Projekt Red was part of that hype machine. Like they tried to hype it up as much as possible. And so they set themselves up for failure. So, um, and I'm talking about like management, leadership, CEO kind of people. I don't have a lot of sympathy for them. I feel terrible for the devs. Like the individual ground floor guys who made the game. I feel bad that something they poured eight years of their lives into is getting absolutely roasted. Um, but I think it's a big like in the gaming industry, I think that's unfortunately pretty common where top level management are the people who are the game up and like just really overselling things and telling the devs like, Hey, we set a deadline, you make it happen. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe right. that's just me being cynical, but I don't know. No, I mean, there's a history of like triple a games being released kind of in a broken state and then fixed as it goes. I mean, Destiny 2, I feel, was kind of in that boat. Marvel Avengers is a new one that's kind of the same. Division 2 was that way. Um, Fallout, like you said, Fallout 76. Monster Hunter wasn't, by the way. But <laughs> there have been a bunch of games that are broken or in a busted state at launch. And I agree, yeah. The devs try their best, but the top guys say, we need it by this date. And there yeah. go their bonuses if they don't get a 91 Metacritic, so... Yeah, they, they did actually walk that part back, though, thankfully, uh, about the Metacritic part. So they did. They don't so. seem to be terrible, terrible soulless. And I don't know. I can't think of another bad adjective, but they don't be, I seem think to they be are. People. Well, I think they are at least aware of their public image. 
like they're still going to like squeeze everybody for every red cent they can get, but they're aware of how that looks. And they're like, oh, well, let's let's walk this back so we can still be good guy CD Projekt Red. Red cent. Is that is that why their name is Project Red? I, I think it has to do with like the bird on. is red. <laughs> yeah. Speaking um, of red herrings. That. That sounds like the way you put it, it makes it sound like it's almost like a Peter Molyneux fable situation where, I mean, this is a complete throwback and I wasn't actually around and in the news sphere when it happened um, because I was like, I was young. Um, But Peter Molyneux was promising a lot of these same types of systems where it's like, oh, well, villager, NPC villagers... Uh, non-player character for anyone that's not familiar characters will have growing hair and you know they'll get older and your character will get older and you'll you know if you eat too much then you get fat and it's like these really like realistic like living world kind of classifiers it's like things you would expect in the living world made into a video game and that's really kind of a huge sell and so that's like it's if anybody promises that to you in a video game in the future don't pre-order it <laughs> wait till it comes out first so it's like yeah i mean i i guess i i can sympathize with the people that really follow the development and really hung on to all of these promises that they were making i i can't say i've always been like that but in the last like five six years i've completely kind of detached myself from those types of promises and uh i finally stopped pre-ordering um just because like you know we get what we get (laughs) we should get things that are good and we don't know that they're good i guess no the reason i stopped pre-ordering i think is really because i found out that pre-orders go into the pockets of the game developers before the game is released so it's an early income like early revenue stream and if you are getting paid up front for a product that you're supposed to be making, that's like a conflict of interest. It's like the point is to make money, right? And you've already made this money. So what incentive do you have to actually deliver the product you promised? If it's not illegal and you have no contractual obligation, there's no legal risk, then as, as a company, it doesn't make sense to put the original amount of investment in your product that you planned because you don't have to you already got that money so like for pre-orders like that absolutely not like no you can't have my money yet <laughs> it's not voting with your wallet because wait 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 hold, hold on why did you go to peter molyneux and not sean murray like sean murray's like so much more relevant than peter molyneux like that's that's true from that's way true i don't know i loved i guess because i loved fable no Man's Sky, I played for a good 30 hours and then gave mm-hmm. up on it forever. And it's, I'm never going back. Like, it was such a hollow experience. It I, won I best it uh, continuing game of the year this year. Oh, really? Uh, They've done yeah. a lot to it. So, story? It's totally. Do they have story? Is there good anything worth actually discovering anymore? There's multiplayer now. Okay. There's no. uh, I don't know about this. Is there story? I don't I, know. I if have they've added, no idea. They added the sandworms finally. Sure. No Man's Sky never anyway. had a game loop. It was there's this big world. Go explore. 
And then once you learn what there is to explore, which is all samey, it's like not the there it wasn't very rich in terms of like experiences. There was no diversity. It was just a oh we threw the stuff into a random number generator and threw it up there and that's all you get. Um, I guess I could have set a goal for myself because I generally can do sandbox games. Like I can set personal goals without direction from the developer and be like I want this and then I'll go do a bunch of stuff to make that happen in the game. Minecraft is a terrible a terrible addiction for me. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> I'm joking. But I played the <laughs> shit out of Minecraft. Um, but No Man's Sky just didn't have that for me. Like, I, I could have tried to go get the, uh, try to buy the fleet or whatever the the mothership or cruise ship or I don't even remember what it's called. Um, yeah, but it was know. like they had they put that in with an update. At that point, it was I was already lost. Uh, but yeah, Fable was like I played that game with not even knowing there was a controversy, and it was such a fantastic game, and I will p- replay it. Yeah, every couple of years it was fun since and, and everyone hated well two was really good and th- everyone hated three but i still liked it point is i really like that franchise but it has you know pretty strong hate attached to it and controversy attached to it the entire franchise because of peter molyneux and his ca- incapability to actually just shut up and stick to some base promises and then surprise people pleasantly afterwards um, so i i have a a question kind of tangenting off of that. So, um, because I was never big into the Fable games, so this whole controversy is new to me. I didn't know about that. Uh, but apparently you're saying Fable has um, some stigma attached to it. Um, obviously, with the release of Fallout 76, Bethesda is uh, pretty much a joke at this point. Everyone is, you know, they, they have a stigma attached to them. Uh CD Projekt Red was very much so like the golden boy of the gaming industry for the longest time. Do you think they're going to have, I mean, they do have a stigma attached to them now, but do you think that's going to last for a long time? Do you think they're actually going to be able to recover their image from this? Or is that something they're kind of, are they going to go the route of Bethesda now? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be quite so, quite so bad as that. Um, Here's, I mean, I'm not, like I'm not the, in the, the group of the people that are, there. are transgressed, right? So I, I'm not like I am enjoying the crap out of this game, and I probably will play it again once I get an RTX 3080. Like, <laughs> it's so good if you can play it. Um, Fallout 76 is just bad, and it was bad when it came out. Um, there is no redeeming part of that. It's not like, oh, well, if you do these things, then you can get a good experience out of it. Uh, I'm sure there's people that would argue with me on the internet, but aren't there always? Um, Emiliano? Well, the, like, uh, it works. Uh, when it works, it works. Uh, Cyberpunk. Um, I, I know they've delisted it off of the PlayStation Store, and the Xbox has a warning on there now. And I've seen, like, Instagram posts or, or Twitter posts saying that uh, stores have taken it off the shelves and say, if you want it, go speak with the tech person because they need to talk to you before you buy it kind of thing um so it i this is definitely going to hurt them i feel like on the console side um but the 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 developers the company maybe not so much management it's a good company and they're good people and they make good products when given the time and the resources which i don't feel like they were given for this um so 
there, there's going to be a hit for them. But like, I'm probably going to buy it once it comes out on the Series X or the enhanced version of that. Um, maybe I'll wait a day or two to see the reviews on that and see how the performance. But I feel like they'll, they will be able to deliver that product because they'll have more time to do it. So I'm excited for it. I want to play it. Keanu Reeves is amazing. He's the I, best. He is, he is the 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 world's gift to everybody. <laughs> I don't know about that last part, but he's pretty freaking awesome. You don't no, like? No, I love Keanu Reeves, but right? like that's that's like you're basically saying we can. Uh, never mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> he he's really great, and his character's really interesting so far. I've ironically haven't played more than the intro scene the intro scene took 25 hours to get to because it gives you some open world time and what do i do when i play open worlds i spread out so i beat all of the on map missions ambient like uh area missions uh they call them gigs it's like contract you're a mercenary so you can go do gigs um but i did all of them before i proceeded so um yeah, so I didn't get to see him until like 25, 30 hours in, and now he's just at the, he, he's there in a bunch of. I don't want to say anything without exp- spoiling it, but he is yeah, present don't, don't. and he did way more lines than I expected him to, and I'm pretty excited to see what the rest of the story is about. Like so. I've heard they've integrated him so well into your world as you play, and I'm excited. That's what I don't want to spoil because there's a so, reason why. No, no, no. There's a reason I know. why I, and... I've spoiled myself. Oh, did you? I feel okay. bad, but I'm okay. still gonna play. Yeah, I, it's I did, worth so playing. I know when you can play Cyberpunk, it's worth playing. That's 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 like my my takeaway for this. So it's playable. No, it's playable, Matt. Did did anyone play System Shock Two by any or System Shock One and Two by any chance? I didn't, but it's I've been chastised for not playing it before by. Okay. Fans, have you know? Yeah. I I am not familiar with that game at all. I'm I'm really not sure what you're talking about. It's it's an old game, so and I'm an old guy, but because I, I was going to ask quick. you if it's related to Cyberpunk at all because it has a lot of those elements in it. Um, but I'll, I'll look. You know, if you haven't played it, I it's old. I recommend playing it if you can. So, but it has those elements of like mm-hmm. hacking and like it, it's really good, really good. So the and not to get like. I don't know what you want to call it. Like it's not philosophical, but like historical on like the cyberpunk movement or whatever, anything like that. Um, the cyberpunk as a genre, I guess, um, has been around for a while. Um, and so there's been a lot of, I don't know what you want to call it. Like Prior iterations. Like there's, what's that? Prior material. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like uh, books and games and movies and all sorts of stuff. Um, what Cyberpunk 2077 uh, came out of, or what it mostly came out of, is the um, the role-playing game I was talking about previously. So that role-playing game is not super old. I want to say the, role, the Cyberpunk role-playing game is only like 12 or 13 years old. So... Um, if System Shock is an older game, I highly doubt they're related. Um, if anything, I thought it was older. Uh, the Cyberpunk RPG, I don't think so, or maybe the version I play is only that old. I don't know. 
Let me let me see. System yeah. Shock One is early '90s, I think. It was definitely the CD era. Ah, uh, yeah. So, the version that I play apparently came out in 2005. Uh, the first edition came out in 1988, according to Google. Oh. So, yeah. I'm sure someone will correct me on Pretty that. Pretty sure it's but... older. Oh, for the Cyberpunk RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so the and Sister Shock came out in the 90s. So, it's I'm pretty sure it's around then. But yeah. Anyway. Well, it's so, it's a tough tough situation. In uh, all all around, I think I think it's worth it if you're in the realm of people who can afford a PC or already have one, I guess, because the the new cards are so rare right now. Um, but it's tough so one thing i did want to touch on uh about cyberpunk with the delays we've kind of mentioned that before um with the holidays uh coming up so and actually this is kind of a a more pointed question than i thought it was going to be but should it have been delayed like i know they wanted to get out for like christmas and everything like that but should it have been delayed Yes. Selfishly, I say no because I wouldn't get to play it right now. Like, I was telling my wife, like, yesterday, uh, because it was the first day I was off. And I woke up at, like, 11.30 because I stayed up till 5 a.m. Because it was like, woo, I'm out. Like, school's out for the year. And uh, I was just telling her, like, man, I didn't plan to take this time off for Cyberpunk. But I'm so happy that I have this giant chunk of time to dedicate to whatever the heck I want. And I'm going to put it towards cyberpunk like um but like that's a pickle right it it should have been delayed for the the earlier console versions and they should have released the next generation console versions and that i would be surprised if that was in their agreement with uh microsoft because they didn't have a marketing agreement with sony but they did with microsoft uh they even have like a branded cyberpunk xbox one console that they released that can't play the game at at the right frame rates right so they should have delayed it for that but then like would that mean that they should delay pc and if they don't delay pc and they split them would they lose revenue like they wouldn't get everyone on the same cyberpunk boat at the same time because like optics are a thing if you uh, release a game everyone's going to see it and let's players going to play it um and a second win like a second round of releases aren't going to get the same oomph um but at the same time they're targeting those console players because there's completely different market for console players than there are for pc players so like they would absolutely lose like sales efficiency if they did that well they're they're losing sales now because they're having to refund all these consoles. honestly i doubt that they are as much as they would have lost if they split right because Right now, like Sony completely delisted it, and they're not giving refunds because their policy is. No, they. Wait, are they? Are you sure? I thought they were. I thought they went and said yes, they were giving refunds. But I'll, yeah, I'll they're, they're giving Maybe refunds. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how many people are actually. They're all giving refunds. refunds, but. Um, Sony. Well, like... I've, I've seen complaints of people complaining that they got a refund and now they can't play the game, and you're like, you know what a refund means, right? <laughs> so. 
anyway don't forget don't forget that people on the internet don't have to be like 16 18 you know people that begin to have rational thoughts um not that kids are stupid because they're really really not um there's actually a whole subreddit dedicated to that what smart kids (laughs) No, it, kids are no, kids are stupid, stupid. Is the subreddit? Oh, sure, it's hilarious. I love it. Uh, yeah, well, some of them are. Um, <laughs> contradicting myself immediately. Um, no, I mean digital. What I was going to say is digital refunds are are not a thing. Like every digital marketplace out there right now has made it a point to kill refunds as much as they can. Some oh, are there. They're right. giving like Sony and Microsoft have both stated they are carte blanche. You if you bought it on an older console, they'll give you a refund. So Man. they've actually stated yeah. that. That's that's crazy. That's a big deal. It's that bad. Yeah. It's that it's that bad mm-hmm. that they're giving their money back because of how poorly it does on consoles. I consoles. would love to see. Well, I'd love to see a documentary on this, but I would love to see the numbers on how many console last gen console players bought it and how many are trying to get refunds. And then the the documentary is just I w- I wish I could see a no clip documentary where they can go talk to like all the devs that quit. I don't know if there are going to be devs that quit, but you know, situations like these usually cause high turnover. So it'd be really cool to go see um really interesting to to hear like what happened here. Like cuz 8 years is way more time to develop a game than normal. Um, even for long games that are developed and and uh, so there had to have been like artistic scope creep where they keep on adding new systems and cooler things and like management keeps saying things out loud you know that sort of stuff yeah yeah well well yeah like like a like a documentary on the on the eight years of development and you know you know like there's the Andromeda kind of documentary breakdown thing about kind of how they ended up like spending like what six seven years on the game but only really the last three years were actually making the game because the first four years got tossed out right um, but i like to something like that but like i feel like say six months from now this game i believe will be a totally different and better experience than it is now on, across all platforms you know so for me like i kind of want to wait for that version of the game as opposed to now well, let's because um, I've heard there have been issues with the, like the skill trees with some some skills not making sense or being worthless or like I saw you talking a couple on, on one of our discords about a particular skill that penalizes you with earning money. Yeah. Yeah. Panda so, Panda um, flag that um, yeah. it's a skill that automatically dismantles the junk that you pick up. But some of the junk is worth real money. Like most of the junk you pick up is like plastic bits and bobs and wrappers and crap like that. But. Um, sometimes you pick up jewelry that you can sell for almost a thousand bucks or euro dollars is what they call it. And, uh, yeah, but if you have that perk, it automatically trashes it and it becomes one generic component, uncommon component. Like (laughs) it's, I mean, I get why it happened and it's unfortunate, but I have to respect to change that. And now I've got so many components, I don't need them anymore. So it's like, whoops. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so I just so. feel like six months from now, yeah, it's going to be a better experience. I, I agree with you, Ronan. And 100%. I, I've, I've heard complaints about I, some I of the I endings too. too. 
So I, I don't know. That worries me a little bit. Like I've heard some of the endings aren't the good endings and don't do certain endings because they're they're crap. But I, I don't know specifics. So, Well, once well, I get there, I'll, I'll tell uh, you about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say, uh, as you know, while we're speaking of endings, um, as far as the years go, yeah, this would be the way that the gaming year ends. Like, this whole year has been ridiculous. So the most hyped game released in 2020, <laughs> also going to be a train wreck. What a way to end the year. Yeah. It's true. It's I'm true. I'm sad for it. Because I... Has there, has there been a good game this year? Like, Marvel Avengers was kind of been crap. This one... I mean, not that it's crap, but the state that it's in has has is questionable um for some people um has there been a game that's released this year that's been like a shining light animal crossing i don't know i'm playing which one animal crossing yeah um i hear hades has been good but i haven't played oh yeah i've heard that as well my doctor told me told me about that and i was like okay i don't really usually play (laughs) roguelikes but (laughs) apparently it's really amazing (laughs) Um, oh. no, there's more. Uh, Final Fantasy Remake came out. A lot of people like that. Uh, I didn't. When it was I also kind of polarizing with the uh, the ending, especially for people who had played the first one. But overall, it was supposed to be a pretty good game. Or had lived, breathed, and and drank Final Fantasy VII for decades. But but I heard that that game isn't necessarily. Yeah, it's not it's not really a remake as more of like a reimagining, it seems like, especially with how it ended. Mm-hmm. So I haven't played it yet, but I want to. Yeah, Another... but there's they've done they Metal Gear Solid it. Let's just say that. It's mm. like there was a coherent story. And now we're talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake, so maybe we should save this for later, but they took oh a coherent live like old like long running story. And said, let's remix this. But the problem is anybody who's never played Final Fantasy VII before is totally left in the dust. And they like take all these characters that we know because we've watched and played the, this con- this media, this IP for so long that we know these things. But anyone who doesn't is like, who who is this person? Why are they cool? Who is this person? Why do we care? Oh, they died in the other one, but they're not dead now? What does it mean? I, they don't know. It's like a completely terrible narrative experience, and I I am so salty because of that. But I did have fun playing it. So, all right. So that Sephiroth yeah. theme song, though. Mm. Mm. So I, I love that Sephiroth theme song. It is spectacular. But uh, to close <laughs> us track, out, Matt. your uh, <clears throat> your favorite game of the year, new game that is favorite new game of the year, Ronin. What you got? Oh God, I haven't played any new. It's Genshin Impact. Yeah, we both know it's games. Genshin Impact. Which... Oh, okay. You know what? I will say Genshin Impact, <laughs> just because I've had a lot of fun playing that. I haven't played it lately because now my Xbox Series X loads Destiny Two. Hey, welcome back. Faster than it loads Genshin Impact, and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. That's so, awesome. but but I want to go back. Genshin Impact is getting a 1.2 release with some new characters and, so, and a whole new map. So I, I probably will go back to that eventually. But yeah, Genshin Impact, it's my vote. What about you, Clint? 
Uh, favorite game of the year, new game of the year. That's a toss up. Oh, geez, actually, I you're gonna hate me. Be my wife hates it when I do this because I I don't like to pick tops. Like I don't do a, a tier list or a top. No, I would do a tier list, but I wouldn't do a top five whatever because it's like oh well I like these for these reasons and these other things for these other reasons. Um. I will say Animal Crossing, Call of Duty Warzone, the juxtaposition there is great, <laughs> and uh, Cyberpunk probably. Like Cyberpunk is, Ooh. I mean, I had I didn't have expectations, so like That's there was fair. none to be let down. But Cyberpunk is just it hits the spot, and I guess that's 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 my theme of 2020. My favorite games that are new are the ones that just hit the spot. Animal Crossing hit the spot. I dumped six actually probably more than 90 hours in animal crossing and i'm still playing i just picked it up again like mm-hmm. a month ago and i'm on it every day um warzone is like the best br i've ever played battle royale uh that is um and it fixes all the issues with the other that i have with the other battle royales and i i played that from april like that was my date my nightly get on play with play with the guys game from april till cyberpunk came out really uh or destiny i guess destiny expansion i played that for a while um instead but and then cyberpunk has been i can just get in the world i drive through the, the streets of night city and uh get out go stop a mugging like i can role play in this game it's not like the, there's mm. an established character and i'm i'm starting to go back into explaining it not what my favorite games were but <laughs> It's enough where I can go in and I can, I can vibe. Like I can, I can get in there, feel the city, feel what's going on, feel the the stories. Because there is a lot of writing in that game, and I love that. So, like, there's a lot of small stories as well as the big story, and uh, it just hits the spot. Fair enough. Uh, for what about me, you? yeah, for me, definitely um, going to be Animal Crossing. Because I think that's the only new yeah, game yeah. I played this year. <laughs> I mean, win by default is not the best win, but yeah. I, I liked it, though. I will say I definitely liked Animal Crossing. Uh, when you said, like, vibing or whatever, I guess that's what all the, the uh, young kids are saying now. Um, but 100%, um, yeah, it was cool <laughs> to just chill out in Animal Crossing and try and collect all the fossils. That. Like, that's what I mostly did was donate stuff to the museum because I'm, yeah. like, a scientist at heart, and so I was like, oh, I got to help Blathers. So, but, yeah, it, it was a good game. Even if even if I had played other new games this year, it's probably still would have been Animal Crossing. That was, that was really good. Well, and it dropped at just the perfect time, too. Absolutely. It's so. like Nintendo new. I- I don't know. I, I played it for a little bit, and I just feel like it didn't it didn't grab me. It it was like it was like No Man's Sky for crack, you know. Like, what's what's the point? I don't understand. Anyway, do you, do you ever play Minecraft? A creative mode to build stuff. The boys play it all the time. They're building houses. They're building contraptions. Okay, so, but you never played survival. So, I have not played survival. We no. should do that. Winning sometimes Minecraft survival. The server playthrough. Yeah. Yep. Well. That's uh that's gonna wrap up the uh the show for us today and 
Uh, we do want to hear, uh, if you are listening to this and you disagree with our opinions on stuff, we do want to hear from you. Uh, we are actually, you can find us on Twitch at Winning Sometimes Show. We have a YouTube channel, also same Winning Sometimes Show. Uh, and you can also visit our website at winningsometimes.com. Uh, eventually, we will probably make a Twitter or something like that so you can tweet at us, but that seems like a lot of work right now. Uh, so if you do want to tell us how awesome we are or how wrong our picks were for game of the year uh you can email us <laughs> at show at winning sometimes.com uh you so we do appreciate work, what's that if you tell us why we're wrong you have to tell us why we're wrong well and i will need like uh sources cited and um you know things like that you can't just opinions are not allowed we need evidence-based uh reasoning here <laughs> on a, yeah on art absolutely or feelings yeah cool. alright guys we do appreciate you tuning in and uh, sticking through the, the whole show here and we will be back probably after the first of the year right yeah yeah bye guys thanks everyone bye bye